0: G'shawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. G'shawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. ESPN 2, Sirius XM Channel 8, your smart speakers. Yeah, there's the bottom line, Key. I'm with would've Jay. I'm
1: probably went for
0: it. I'm with Jay. Four. Go for it. You got three. Okay, if it was fourth and one, he goes for it, right? It's fourth and three, so now he's thinking, uh, we got to pick up three. But the bottom line is... You, I'd rather three is a lot
1: easier to get than 50, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. What was it 50, 56 yard yeah, field, field goal? Yeah, 56 yard field goal in the rain. It's just a, picking up the extra. I, I, I just, even though that defense is stout in the run game, I still, I don't know, man. I just, I felt like I'd have just took my chance and, and went for it on fourth Th- Think
0: about it, even if you kick the field goal, you're leaving Tom Brady 47 seconds or whatever. Yeah, but he's going to have to show me, though. But he's all he got to you know, do is get him field goal range. It's a, it's a what is it, a, at that point, a two point game? You yeah, know, but still, it,
1: I, yeah, I get it, but he would have had to show me. He just would have had I, to show I me. I think he'd well, have shown you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, so. maybe.
2: Well, also, if Falk had a bad plant leg, if you know that, right? Like, if that's a.
1: I don't it, even know what that means, man.
2: Like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> soccer or obviously, <laughs> I'm not even a field goal kicker. I play soccer <laughs> my whole life, though. Like, the leg that you use to plant when you go to kick. So no, like, I, left I know, leg, I know, obviously.
1: I I get it, but the whole. You know, the selling, the plant you, legs, you just the plant Anything
2: legs. around kickers, you ain't no, you know, trying to hear no, details no, on just, that.
1: It, it's just, a, oh, it's plant leg. I'm like, okay, man, that, that ain't got nothing to do with him missing that field goal.
0: That hug was so fast, they had to play it in slow motion to make it look. Well, nice you know, he wasn't going to hug him for a long time.
1: I mean, you knew that he was just going to give him a quick, you know. And the it the took bop, him bop. a minute to get to him because he probably, was. you know, it yeah. took him a minute. They stayed there, the cameras. They waited. They waited. They waited. And they finally got the little two-second shot.
2: I mean the whole circus of everything, like the whole event. I mean everything from, it, it, as a player, it's all about your routine. That's always a, what it's been like for me, though. Key, like everything. Like I like this routine before I go into my game. I like to stay focused. And if just if you're Tom Brady, yesterday your routine had to be so different because from the time you get out, there was a report that says he usually goes in the field. He didn't go in the field before game. He stayed in the locker room. He met with Robert Kraft. Like, all the – you know, he comes out on the field, sees Josh McDaniels, has a quick embrace. Like, all these different things, just the emotion that led up to the game is so different than what Tom is used to facing. I'm not saying that factored into him having a poor performance, but it it, it does partake to some degree about how you prepare for a game.
1: But did he really have a poor performance? Or did he have a performance that he was going to have against – the New England Patriots. See, I don't think he had a poor. Let's, see, let's, the, let's rank the it. weather though.
2: That the rain. I mean, it seemed like he was pressing at the beginning of the game a little bit. Like he didn't have his number one target in Gronk. It just seemed like things were right. Things so were different so, so let's, let's take that. the
0: factors and rank them. Okay, Key, you came closest to getting this right. The kind of game it was going to be. Like you didn't predict rain, but you might as well have. Right? It's that. It's that kind of slogging game. It was going to be closer than people thought. It was going to be pretty. All that. But let's take the factors because, Jay, you're saying one of them is Brady wasn't in his routine. Uh, to me, the biggest factor is Gronk's not on the field for Brady. But someone else might say it's the defense because Belichick knows Brady. If you had to, to, to rank the reasons the game turned out so close, what would they be? Um, I would start
1: off by saying one. Belichick and the New England Patriots, no Brady. Two. Belichick and the defensive staff knows Brady. Three. There was no Gronkowski, and if it was a Gronkowski, guess what? They know him too. So that's kind of you just where familiarity. From the, familiarity the is the that, It rains in Tampa. It rain, It rains literally in Tampa in the middle of a monsoon in games. Yeah. And he played 20 years in that weather. So that ain't – that's nothing. I feel like, but, I mean, it,
2: it seems like the opener game, a lot of balls – some balls were sailing high. You know, it just – it. some balls were right outside the, the catch radius of Antonio Brown, seemed like – you know, or Mike Evans. It just – it seemed like the typical passes that Brady would make, it seemed like they were just slightly off. Like, you know, we're even talking about just slightly off. Like, passes that were typically – hey, like these were passes that will get you 15, 20 yards. I mean, balls are just off. It felt like he was pressing to a degree.
0: I think the other thing we have to recognize is Mac Jones had a nice game, right? He's early in his career, he had a nice game. But Uh-oh, why are you laughing? <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady was, however many similarities people want to point out, he was the kind of quarterback where early in his career he won the close games. He did things to win these close games. That was the kind of game where, when they had Brady, even as a young guy, they won that game. And it's been a couple of years since Brady's been gone. And those kind of games they started losing with Cam, and they're now one in what is it three? Yeah, yep. On the season, they're not two and two. They're not on the verge of being a winning team because they're losing these kind of games. Isn't there like as as similar as Mac Jones is in certain respects to Brady? And he could turn out to be a very good quarterback. He ain't
1: Tom Brady. He ain't Tom Brady. He ain't Tom Brady. When they kept saying that on the telecast, I couldn't. I I wanted to mute it so bad. I'm like, man, stop. Just stop. I get it. He's tall. He's a pocket passer. He can't run. I understand all that. But he does not. There's nothing that made me think Tom Brady when I watched him. Not one thing. And he did a good job for what it was. And he really th- did do a good job for what it was. Looked scared at times, but it, he, looked, he was trying to run one time. I'm like, man, just throw the ball out of bounds, man. He was so spooked. He, at the end of the game, he almost threw the ball right to Devin White. He got so scared. He was just like, I was
0: like, jeez. He's a very young quarterback, but when, when I think about the Patriot way and the whole thing, is it Belichick or Brady? And, of course, yes, it's both. But doesn't it seem like the luck – that Belichick and Brady had all those years. That's really what people are talking about. The apparent luck, which we know there's something more going on there when it happens for 20 years. Well, Didn't it? it seem Brady took that to Tampa with him, and now that magic is gone in New England?
2: I don't think the magic is gone in New England. What, what was your uh, your famous line that you love about luck? Luck is the... Uh, residue of design. Residue of design. So if, if you're talking about luck, I mean, look, uh, the strategy that Bill had in this game, which is what I wanted to ask Key, Everybody's, you know, you, if you had the, you said when you were ranking those things, you'd say, hey, that's the defense, the game plan. What about the game plan specifically did you see with your eye that made you say, oh, this is why they know Tom Brady? This is what they're doing to Tom Brady.
1: Well, first, it was confusion for a guy who is as smart as Tom is and seen every defense. Pre snap reads, he sees one thing. Post snap read, he sees something different. That's when you get off target where you see high throws or you see him hold the ball longer. I mean, he held the ball, sometimes he's holding the ball four and five seconds because what he saw pre-snap read wasn't what it ended up, meaning like he thought they were going to blitz, they back out. He thought something was coming from one side, it wasn't there. It, it, It was like not seeing ghosts, so to speak, but just a lot of confusion, different guys in places that he didn't anticipate them being based on the film that he probably watched in previous years or even leading up to what he saw over the last couple games. So when you're confusing people, you're giving them one look, and they think it's that look, and then you're going to something else. Mm. And people would dare say he was confused. That would be like the worst thing in the world. How could you confuse Tom Brady? No, he was confused. He was confused. And, And that's okay because they understood another thing, hit him, hit him, knock him around and and from that standpoint that's exactly what was happening
3: all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Everyone wondered
0: going into the game, what would the interaction between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick be? After the game, you saw we you saw it on, you saw it last night, you saw it all over TV today. Quick little hug. They play it in slow motion so it lasts like a second. Um, but <laughs> Belichick went to the Bucks locker room where he and Brady met for more than twenty minutes. Brady was asked what they discussed. And all those are personal, so we've had a personal
2: relationship and um you know, for 20-plus years. So he drafted me here and had a lot of personal conversations that should remain that way, and they're very private. And I would say so much is made of of our relationship. And, you know, as I said earlier this week, you know, from a player standpoint, you just expect the coach to give you everything he's got. And as a, am sure as a player that's what he was hoping for me. But nothing's really accurate that I ever see. It's all kind of, uh, you know, definitely doesn't come from, my personal feelings or beliefs. And I have a lot of respect for him as a coach and obviously a lot of respect for this organization and, you know, all the different people here that try to make it successful.
3: All right, and guys.
0: What, what you, you ang it? What's the
2: matter? I'm just
1: like, yeah, because he's right. Like nothing, it, clearly the stuff that's out in the universe is, like you said, it's not coming from us. It ain't, you know, so that's how he feels. And he's not going to tell you exactly what the conversation is. Why should he? What about the fact that they met for
0: 20 minutes? I love that.
1: Yeah. If they don't see each other before the game, they're both busy. Can't see each other doing COVID at the hotel. They can't meet for dinner. They can't. I mean, it's just, that's the only time they can get together. Otherwise I'm not going to see him again till off season. So yeah, I'll give you, give you 20 minutes. It's usually the bus takes about 40 minutes after maybe a little, Yeah, probably about an hour after post game. And you know, it's probably a little bit longer cause it's Brady and he's going to do, what he needs to do. So, Twenty minutes. It's good.
2: I love that they met afterwards. I love that you know, regardless of who, kind of pre-planned it, because you know, you know how it is, key. When you when you play together with somebody for so long, and you win six Super Bowls, you're bound to get a lot of different emotions from a lot of different people who are either disgruntled or happy along the way, which are a lot of people. When you're Tom Brady or you're Bill Belichick, and you're getting a lot of the praise, right? So. And everybody has different interpretations of how they see, you know, if I walk away today and I see you guys interact, by the time I tell somebody an interpretation of how you guys acted, by the time he explained it to somebody else, that could be different. Right. Stories kind of, you know, mold, evolve into different things. And when those stories get written down on paper and it becomes the biggest story uh, for you guys to have that direct eye to eye contact, man to man, that's all that matters.
1: So what you think they said, Jay? What you think you were talking about? I don't know.
2: I got no idea. It ain't we're none of my business, no to be I'm honest saying, with
1: what, what do you think, though? You think he said you played play the hell of a game? We almost got you on that blitz. Do you think he said, I saw it coming?
2: <laughs> I probably Yeah, I probably think they joshed around for a minute, and I probably think Bill said some of this stuff that was written down is BS. So I don't I, know how you feel about I don't it.
1: Think, I don't think they even got into that. They probably laughed at that stuff. Hmm. I think they laughed at the media and circus and the whole deal throughout the week. I bet you that's what they talked about. They probably talked a little bit about the game. And that was pretty much it. Bill
0: Belichick was also asked post-game about Brady.
3: Hey, Bill. Uh, you coached uh, Tom Brady in practice for 20 years, but this is the first time you went ahead uh, against him in a game. What was the experience like going – uh,
0: Look, we went against Tom Brady every day every day in practice defensively. So it's not like we've never seen Tom Brady before.
3: Was the experience of coaching against him in a game any different?
0: Yeah, they're a good football team. He's a great quarterback. I, mean, I think that's all goes without saying. <laughs>
1: Bill, Bill, uh, Bill crazy, unbelievable. I,
2: I, so you spent time with him, and obviously you have a different relationship with him, but it, it just feels like you will, you want to see a warmer version of Bill Belichick when he does embrace Tom. And, and I, get, I, I get it that he's not going to show you that because him and Tom have their own relationship. You may see that in different ways. But, like, you've seen that, right, that warmer side of Bill?
1: What else is he supposed to say? Other no, no, I'm
2: not saying he's supposed to say anything else. I'm just saying that sometimes I feel like as a fan, you see that colder side of him. It, not, it allows you to speculate more well, about it.
1: it. It's first of all, you're asking him a question about Tom Brady in approaching the game and things of that nature. And his, his answer is we've seen him for 20 years in practice. Like, he's being sarcastic because he doesn't like the question because in he doesn't want to call it a dumb question or a stupid question. It's just an obvious question <laughs> to him. It's like, I've seen him for 20 years. What do you think? I'm I'm going to forget what he looks like? I know what he is. I created him, so I've seen him. I, I know if I leave too much time on the clock, he's probably going to go down the score. I know if we allow him to just stand tall, he's going to shred us apart. I mean, those are the things that he already knows. So him being Bill, he wasn't, Going to sit up there and just talk about, oh, my God, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback I'll live, it's self-explanatory. The, it's already no, there. The,
0: the, the subtext to every question asked, they want to know about the relationship, the whole thing. But again, the 21st century sports debate, the one was, is it Brady or Belichick? And the reason so many people, I think, like me, thought it has to be Belichick is because there are so many variables on a football team. You anti- you expect it, no matter who the quarterback is, if you're t- great for 20 years, it's got to be because the coach, the GM, getting the right pieces, putting them in the right place. But key here's the thing now,
1: Max. If you put but, Bill, I mean, if you put Tom Brady on the New York Jets, which I think is probably the worst football team in the NFL, sure. or, or you put Tom Brady on Detroit, yeah. That's not it. But Jacksonville, but that, I, not, I they're not going to win games. I
0: get it, but still, they are 17 and six now, including the playoffs, by my count, right? plus whatever else they've done since Brady got there. The Pats are 8-12 and 12 now. I'm it's just saying, they're not, not 500. Fair, they're not, and, and, and when I brought up the, the, the Patriot way thing, it's just the feeling when you watch the game where you just go, of course – that team won. They always seem to win the close games. That's the Bucks now. It came down to a field goal, and it was the Patriots guy missing the field goal, right? Used to be the Patriots kicker would make the field goal.
1: Yeah, but the, the talent, man. The Bucks got talent. The, and, and New England has some talent, but New England doesn't have their talent. Mm-hmm. And New England does have competent coaches. It's not like they got fool's gold for coaches. I mean, Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles – a pretty damn good coaches. Tom McNair is one of the top running back coaches in the National Football League. So they got a nice staff. And they got Tom Brady. They got Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and the defensive side of the ball. They got all that stuff. Secondary's not very good right now, but they still got players. That's why they're able to compete at the level that yeah, they're able I'm, to compete at.
0: Jay, I'm not saying. That would be Jay. I, I'm not saying that. What? <laughs> you said Jay. Yeah. I'm talking. Yeah, you you know, I'm at told- me. To- well, I no, I was I move my eyes from you to him. <laughs> you <say that? laughs> I, I was looking over here and then I looked over there. Jay, I'm not saying like he of course is right. Like Brady on a bad team, they're not suddenly a good team. No. He chose a good team on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But Belichick without Brady is eight and twelve now in his last twenty games. Eight and twelve in his last twenty games. Yeah, but that's like so uh, it's like when Phil Jackson
2: came to the Knicks. Right? It's like all right, well, when Phil Jackson's working with Michael Jordan and working with Kobe Bryant, he's gonna give you great results when he was working with some of the players on the New York Knicks, those weren't the same results. Mm-hmm. It was the same system he tried to insert same style, just not same results or
1: early Phil Jackson in Chicago. there you go, I mean when he just had Mike I mean it's yeah it's yeah it it, it you gotta have certain players in certain situations to be successful in and They may get Mac Jones up to speed to that point, but by the time he gets to where Tom Brady was, Bill will be long gone from coaching.
2: Types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com/slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100.
0: Prize picks: pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right, time to go no huddle. Get you caught up on everything that happened outside of New England. Ravens won their third straight. Another strong performance by Lamar Jackson. Um, With three seconds left in Sunday's game against the Broncos, the Ravens decided not to take a knee to run out the clock instead. They chose to tie a 44-year-old NFL rushing record. Up 23-7, Coach John Harbaugh said it was 100% his call for quarterback Lamar Jackson to run five yards, which allowed Baltimore to record its 43rd straight game of 100 yards rushing and tie the Steelers' NFL record. Here is Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson on the decision.
2: You know that's one of those things that's meaningful. You know, and uh, it's it's one of those things that's I, I think as a head coach, you got to be mindful of your team and your players and your coaches and what it means to them. It's it's a very very tough record to accomplish and it's a long-term record
1: i don't know what he was thinking um i'm like we're gonna take a knee right here They're like no nah, we're gonna go for it and i'm like so he pretty much got the game still you know double-a caught that pick in the back of the end zone congratulations to him but i don't know what coach was thinking you
2: appreciate it though you wanted to get the record
1: I, i'm happy we got the dub i ain't i'm not gonna lie i ain't really care about the record i wasn't thinking about that i was thinking about winning the game
0: i mean he got the record a lot. There might be the you know. Once upon a time in talk radio, this would have been on fire. You throw it out eight eight eight. Say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six, and ask people, "Are you okay with coach doing that?" And at least uh, half the people call ah, risking injury, and it's not the way to get a record. About can't him. listen
1: to those people. I don't Lamar, think but Lamar don't, Jackson had a terrific game. They won. They took
0: care of business in Denver. That's all that matters. I thought Lamar was going to shred them. The only thing that gave me pause was the back. He and 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 and, and uh the receiver they drafted, uh, uh, Rashad Bateman, not having played the week before. But I thought Lamar was going to do well in Denver. He's great. Well, I mean, it lets you know, you know, we always talk about, well, Denver was
2: 3-0, and but who you play actually matters, right? And Lamar Jackson proved that. Denver has some work to do, but I'll, I'll say this about Coach Harbaugh. I, I love the fact that he decided to go for it. I think as a player, when you see a coach pay attention to things like that, that lets you know he's a player's coach. He's yeah. in tune with what the players want to do as well. And yeah. that means something.
1: Denver Broncos got off to a slow start, although Teddy Bridgewater had to leave the game and give away to Drew Locke because of an injury and concussion protocol. So that kind of had the game kind of sway Baltimore's way, in my opinion. And we'll
0: see what happens. Yeah, I mean, listen. You beat the New York teams and the Jags. Uh, come on. Come on. Early on in that, you're 3-0, and but you haven't really played a team yet. Meantime, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals Woo! are 4-0. Kyler Murray led Arizona on a 37-20 win at the previously undefeated Rams. I thought the Rams were the best team in football, so that begs the question, are the Cardinals for real? Here is Damian Woody on SportsCenter.
1: The Cardinals are here, folks. They, they are here. They have arrived. You know, as much as we talked about the Los Angeles Rams last week in their, in their victory over the, over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, The Cardinals went to L.A. and just completely dismantled the Los Angeles Rams. They were physical on both sides of the ball, and obviously Kyler Murray was the best player on the field. He is going to be a handful for the rest
3: of the NFL because he is so adept not only with his legs but just his pinpoint accuracy with his arm.
1: Mighty Mouse is unbelievable. There's no question about it. I enjoy watching him run around and make plays, not only with his legs but also in the air continuing to deliver the football a big pickup for them is A.J. Green. Now you can't just decide much like the, the day they decided to take DeAndre Hopkins out of the game with number five and Jalen Ramsey, but you got other problems because there are guys like Moore. There's guys like A.J. Green. And all of a sudden there's a Williams that tied in where they're utilizing their tied in in the air race system, something that we haven't seen in the past. So, The Arizona Cardinals are for real. You are what your records say you are, and they're number one in that division right now, and they'll probably stay there for quite some
0: time.
2: I love when I hear a key just stamp that feeling. I've been a fan of watching this team play the last couple of years, and Max, we've talked about how they progressed. They've gotten better and better each year. Below 500 two years ago, 500 last year, now off to a hot start, and Kyler Murray is one of the most entertaining players there is in all of sports to pay attention to.
0: I thought Kyler Murray was going to light him up. I didn't know that Arizona would win the game, but I didn't think the Rams defense had anything for him because you mentioned A.J. Green. I love that pickup. By the way, J.J. Watu, they're getting guys who, for one reason or another, they're a little later in their career or they've been hurt. Their reputation suffered beyond the reality of the play. Like we do brand or player, and usually that means, well, the brand is bigger than the player, but sometimes the player is better than the brand. And people forget, age, they just picked up the right kind of veteran pieces on this team. And that's a team that most picked to finish fourth in that division. But we all acknowledge well, any the, one of those teams could win be the, the division. the
1: 49ers finished mm-hmm. fourth, it looks like right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: right now. But any one of those teams in the preseason, you said they could go on a Super Bowl run. Any one of those four teams.
1: Yeah, JJ, right. JJ, JJ Watt, I mean,
0: he's a brand, but he can still he play. He hadn't really given me a whole lot. Yeah, he's know. not he, what he was five years ago, but he could still play. And A.J. Green, because he's been hurt a lot, people forget the level of receiver he is. Yeah, he's a big-time player. Yeah, he is. The Bears' offense had a much different outcome against the Lions than they did in Justin Fields' first career start versus Cleveland. From nine sacks to just one and a 24-14 victory for Chicago, here's ESPN Bears reporter Jeff Dickerson on primetime on what the biggest difference was.
3: The game plan today just seemed to make a lot more sense. I'm not saying at all that Nagy is not ultimately the guy in charge of the game plan. Um, It's just the scheme seemed better. The play calling, they got into a rhythm, which they usually don't get into. They were rarely chasing third and long. It was always, you know, four,
0: five, six yards on first down. So I just think everything collectively from the top to the bottom uh, just made a lot more sense and was a lot more cohesive today on offense with the play calls.
1: It was. I, I think when you look at what Chicago was able to do with Fields at quarterback, the second straight start settled in. Although all week long, Matt Nagy wanted to dupe everyone and make them think that somebody else was going to start at quarterback, which I knew that wasn't going to be the case. You don't start, you start Justin Fields, you don't play games with him. They went out there and got the W, but he played exceptionally well, in my opinion, for a guy only in his second start. You can certainly tell that the offense was different from a week ago when nine sacks was surrendered to the Cleveland Browns.
2: Only sacked once this game. And the Bears' season high is 24 points total yards as well, 373. But it's always interesting for me just to follow the storyline and the narrative of Matt Nagy and how Matt Nagy acknowledges the fact that he allowed play calling to be done by Bill Lazor, very similar to what it was last year, then slightly kind of retracting it, taking it back. The back and forth, the saga continues, Max, with the Matt
0: Matt Nagy narrative. I mean, with young quarterbacks, it's pretty straightforward, right? You're playing a good defense in Cleveland. It's your first start. You have a bad offensive line. Matt Nagy's call, play calling, dropping you back every pass. They're not protecting you. I mean, etc., etc. You have a bad game. The next week, they learn from a few mistakes. Maybe Matt Nagy's not calling the plays. They don't drop him back as much. They're playing a bad team, etc. He does better. That, that ain't rocket science, I don't think. Alright. And maybe the most impressive win of the weekend was delivered by America's team. At least putatively America's team. <laughs> the Panthers have been 3-0 and and allowed a total of 30 points in their first three games, but they hadn't faced an offense like Dallas. And behind Ezekiel Elliott, the Cowboys won 36-28. Here's Zeke with Ed Werder on the win. What's this offense capable of? You talked about being the number one offense in football this year. You think you're headed in that direction? Uh, I
1: think we definitely are. Um, I think this offense is capable of anything. Uh, we're so versatile. We have so so many playmakers. We're so deep at every position. So it's like you got to pick your poison.
0: You feel like you guys are playing the best football you've played since 2016 when you and Dak were rookies.
2: Um, I think we're playing good football right now. I think we're winning football games, but I want to see us go out there
1: and finish. I want to see us go out there and really blow somebody out. Um, I think in the past couple of weeks we, we were in a situation where, you know, it could have either, you know, we could kind of let off the gas pedal and still be win comfortably. Or we can just go ahead and choke them out. So I mean I want to see us go out there and choke guys out.
0: All right. I, I figured Dallas was the better football team here. I mentioned the Panthers. Didn't the one win they had was the Saints and they had the Saints had COVID in the coaching staff, offensive coaching staff. But Key, this game was kind of billed as the Cowboys offense versus the Panthers defense. And the Cowboys offense won.
1: Cowboys offense is legit. It's, it's probably one of the top four offenses in the National Football League as far as playmakers, explosiveness, things that they can do. They may not be as explosive as Kansas City. They may not be as explosive at times as Buffalo, but they're certainly a team that can put up a lot of points when healthy. It, we look at Kansas City. You look at Buffalo. Uh, you know, you got you got Dallas there, and I'm thinking of one other team, Rams. The Rams. Well. Not yesterday. Arizona. But Arizona, the Rams. So when you talk about teams that could high volume, they certainly fit up there because across the board from receiver position, tight end position, quarterback and running back, they're deep. Offensive line is of stout. That only allows your defense to get better. It allows guys like Michael Parsons and Diggs, young guys, to grow. Uh when you look at them, they're they're gonna be it's gonna they're gonna be a team to be reckoned with. It's gonna, it's going to come down. To the end for this Dallas Cowboy team. They're gonna, in my opinion, they're gonna run away with this division. They're gonna get a really good seeding in the playoffs, and they're gonna be one of those teams that people who were sitting around waiting for the bottom to fall out over the last couple of years are gonna probably have to eat their words. They're gonna move the goalposts on them. They say, Oh, 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 they only made it to the divisional round. They didn't make it to the championship. You know how that goes. And mm-hmm. then they didn't make it to the championship game. Oh, oh, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. They're a really good football team, Jay. They are a really good football team. Man,
2: and Trayvon Diggs is emerging into a defensive MVP candidate. I mean, it's just he's had five interceptions thus far in the season. Uh, it's it's uh, two yesterday in the game against Sam, uh, one that we returned for a TD. It, you have to give a big shout-out to Dan Quinn and what he's been able to do with this defense because we always talked about their offense having the ceiling to be prolific, but if the, their defense could be marginal. And their defense being that with Trayvon Diggs – Second-year quarterback, I mean, it's special.
1: When you can run the football the way that they ran the ball yesterday with a mix between Pollard and Zekio Elliott, who rushed for about 143, 44 yards, that's portable. You could take that on the road and travel with that. When the weather starts to change, when you come play the Giants in MetLife Stadium, that travels. When you decide to go to a Green Bay, that travels. That, that is the key to having success on a team. Is Dallas a more souped-up version of the Cleveland Browns? No, because the quarterback is better.
2: Well, that's what I said. It's Dallas, more yeah, of souped-up version. The, the, of the, the because quarterback the quarterback is better. Yeah, quarterback exactly, is that's better. what I'm saying. But run options, think about Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, right? How Tony Pollard, Ezekiel yeah, Elliott, similar, you know, wide I receivers. I mean, I know OBJ is at a high clip, but I'm just saying. It, it's, uh, so similar it's similar when you think about the two teams. though.
1: So. Yeah, they, they are similar, but I think. I think Dallas might be Dallas might be a slightly better yeah, so I, I think' Slight, stu- slightly yeah, it's a slightly better version of Cleveland yeah. um slightly better i I think they it'll be interesting to see if they would have play each other again this year unlike a year ago when two years ago was it last year or two years ago I think it was two years Which ago one? they played they, Cleveland played Dallas I think it was I think it was two years ago they played them it it's a it's a different. It's a different team than what Cleveland saw a year ago, uh, yeah. early in the season before OBJ got
0: hurt. It's I a different team. If you look at that, maybe Cleveland actually has a better O line now. But if you look at Dallas, where's the weakness? When you see Dak has elevated himself now, he was ascending, he was trending in that direction. He's an elite quarterback now. Like I use it, well, he's always elite, but elite being top ten or whatever that number is, he's on another level now. You can you can put him top five. Quarterback, you got an offensive line where they've been banged up in recent years. You got depth at running back. You have much more depth at receiver than Cleveland does. You have a tight end now. Your defense got better, and you got a playmaker in the middle of the defense in the front seven. Like they, they're, they're loaded. Yeah, the Dallas, got Dallas they're loaded.
1: is Dallas is a good football team with good coaching staff now. I think Mike McCarthy's done a tremendous job. But when you add Dan Quinn to the equation, you get a former head coach. Who's gone to a Super Bowl? Who's been to Super Bowls as defensive coordinators? He understands what it is from a defensive standpoint. The offense was never a problem. It was mm-hmm. always what the defense was going to be. Is this defense going to give up forty points? or Are they going to hold people to under you know twenty points? Is that is that what we're going? If they can do that, the Cowboys are going to be an interesting out in the NFC.
2: Yeah, I, I I would say Max, answer your question. The only hiccup I would see that I would. And I'm not saying it's going to pan out this way, but I would pay attention to it more is in critical game situations, clock management McCarthy. by McCarthy. Well, like the, how he, the details of how he handles those type of scenarios will be fascinating. That's
0: that's going to be important because when you play the good teams, like what the Cowboys have shown so far to me, play a bad team, they beat them up. The Eagles, right? Play a solid team, they win by over by by two scores, give or take. The the Panthers, play good teams, it it's it, it close. They lost barely to the Bucs. They beat the Chargers barely, right? Like, these are close games, and those kind of critical mm-hmm. late-game decision-making moments are going to be big. Yeah, he didn't make any bad decisions in the Chargers
1: game. They won. He didn't make any bad decisions in the Bucks game, and they should have won. So, right. I don't... You Just because he didn't call a timeout to get three more points on the board, does it make... I'm not going to put him in a position as a Bad game manager. I know that that narrative is, was floating out there over a week ago. Oh, well, listen. You you can't. You, you It's like you're looking for a reason for him not to be successful. Hmm. And that is not the way you should be
0: viewing the games. That is true. I mean, when people feel like the media is negative, it's because – perfection is not interesting, right? So to tell a story, you're looking for the weaknesses, the, the, the moments where or the parts where maybe they don't come up big enough and so they might fail. That's part of the story. So when we look at a team like the Cowboys that are loaded and are playing better on defense, we are looking for reasons that, you know, maybe yeah. it won't work out. And Mike McCarthy's clock management so far is one thing that's been identified.
2: Well, I never said that he was a bad game manager. I, I just think it's something – That as the season progresses and if Dallas continues to get closer to their ceiling when the games are close, there will be a heightened sense of awareness around what's actually occurring in those moments on Mike McCarthy. That's all.
0: Zeke's 46-yard rush in the third quarter was his longest since 2016, his rookie season, and third longest of his career Stats Incredibles brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. We are asking on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776, which team had the most impressive win on Sunday, Solomon in Los Angeles. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio.
1: Solly, man, you up? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my yeah, – hi, guys. You know, I got to tell you, uh, and I, I, I'm, an, I'm in L.A., but I'm actually a Chargers fan. I used to be a Ramp fan, but that's a long story. I did not think the Arizona Cardinals were going to take it to the Rams. Mm -hmm. Now, I could see them winning 17 points. I mean, could we say they kind of whooped them? I did not expect that. That was an amazing surprise, and and I was very impressed with them. Uh, And as a previous caller said, they are for real. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one that uh, (laughs) did see it coming. I think the Rams (laughs) feel the same way this morning. They didn't see it coming, and quite frankly, neither did I. I, I thought that they would, you know, score some points maybe, but not just dominate in all phases of the game. I just, I, yeah, that one there, that, that's one that you got to kind of rewind and be like, huh?
0: Did
2: Jared Goff ever lose to the Cardinals? Like, no, right? I don't think Jared, I, think-, I think
1: Jared Goff's, I think Jared Goff might be undefeated against the Cardinals. Keyshawn. Because if, if you think about it, Sean McVay is 4-0 against them.
2: That's right, yeah. And then
1: prior to that, no, no, I'm sorry. Kyler Murray is 0-4 against Sean McVay. So, Kyler Murray got there the year before. So, yeah, he's, he would, Jared Goff is undefeated against him.
0: Mm. Yeah, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's go to a meeting between future Hall of Famers. So, the Packers beat the Steelers. No big surprise. Here's Big Ben on the third straight loss for Pittsburgh. You know, we've had some some down years. I don't know that it's probably never started like this, like you said. What a challenge for us. Uh, I think this is going to test us all, that we need to look uh, you know, in the mirror and we need to figure out what path we want to take, you know. And I, and I know what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to come out tomorrow and, and, and give it everything I have and do the same thing this week and get ready to go. And uh, I just hope and pray that everyone else in that locker room does the same thing because I think... It, Potentially can be easy to quit in a situation like this, and I don't think that we have that in this locker room.
1: Yeah, I don't think that – no one's going to quit. But they're not a good football team. They're just – they're not a good football team. Over all, all the way around. They're just not a good football team. And when you're not a good football team, things don't happen for you good. Um, it's the it's time, and they've had a great run, and they're going to win a few games this year. but. Pittsburgh is your shot. I mean, it's, it is what it is.
2: And yesterday, I, mean, I I watched Mac Jones play a good game last night. I watched Davis Mills, you know, get his head beat in by the Bills on the road. And, and then I watched Big Ben. And I'm like, how the hell is Cam Newton still sitting at home? Like, yeah, some, you better call Cam. You know, bring, him, bring it, bring it, bring it, Key.
0: Call him.
1: No, they're not going to do that right
2: why
0: now. Why not? Why wouldn't you thing, call him? You can't help him. They should have called three weeks ago yeah, or four weeks if they ago.
1: They was gonna do anything a month ago, you know.
0: Ben Roethlisberger was a special quarterback for a long time, yeah. and a special quarterback can make up for the bad years and make man, you better. Than you got ought, a ought lot to be. Out
1: of being. They should
0: be happy. Put you over the top in the good years, but that dude is gone. It's no longer yeah. a quarterback coach combination in Pittsburgh. It's just a coach.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Just give him a we call,
0: heard man. we head to New England with someone who was there That's for all home. of it. That's next on Keyshawn J. Max ESPN <laughs> Radio.